And I think we all can be genius. I think we all have a genius within us. It's good to How see are you, you, Darcy. I am well. I'm really well. I think it's going to be an easier week all around for some reason. I have this feeling for everyone it's going to be a little easier, I'll say. I think so. I hope so. It's sunny here. But oh, I like- was a, there, there was a, there was this <laughs> quote. Oh, oh, this is really funny. I don't know what it was. Oh, oh, we were, oh, so my daughter is a senior in high school and we watched commencement speeches. And so we were watching John Green's commencement speech. And he said, this is what you know for sure or something, that when you talk to any of your grandparents or your parents, they will always ask you about the weather if you're from a different place. And so then we get on the phone with my with my father and he's like, yeah, how's the weather? And Chloe's like, look, it's just like the my, my daughter loves John Green. So um, she's he's a writer. He's a, a young adult writer. He wrote. Fault in Our Stars? No, he didn't write that. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I have, I can't remember. But I have read his books and they're really good. It's we okay. can look it up and put it in the pod notes. So, it's very cool. Yeah. What is it with the weather? Well, I think like, because a weather, the weather is something we can all empathize with. I know what sunny feels like. And I also know what a storm can feel like, right? So what's going on over there? And sometimes the weather can reflect our mood and just our feeling and our vibe. So I'm super appreciative right now. Austin, Texas has beautiful sun. Um, It's March. It's very beginning of March. You know, I can feel spring is shining its light. So it's it's a good day. You're right. It is a good day. I I do. I think weather is something that grounds us in a way. It reminds us we're in different places and we can imagine what it's like to be there. I'm from the Northeast and I moved to Florida and we've had beautiful weather, but the Northeast has had a lot of snow. So I'm sure that, and by the time you get to March, there's this, (gasps) this relief. It's like, okay, it's almost there. We know there's going to be like one more storm. April's around the corner and spring is coming and we'll see flowers. And I'm grateful it's March so that everyone, spring is coming for everybody. I'm thankful it's March. I'm thankful for you. Our conversations and our high vibe podcast, our (laughs) highest vibe podcast, which is slowly but surely coming to light. So thank you. Yeah. And that's why we did it. We really talk about flowers, right? How flowers really bring joy. I think just a reminder, that's why we started this podcast is that we had these beautiful conversations together and I think they were so beautiful and they brought so much light to each of us that we were like, we should share them. So earlier we were talking today about, sorry to segue, but we we were talking about the competition in schools and and competition with children and the demand that people have for these sweet children right? And uh, just in schools. And the thought came to me, you know, have you heard of the Thomas Edison story? Uh, my yoga teacher told us this story one time we're sitting in Savasana and it was just such a beautiful story. Um, it's about, and so Thomas Edison, I mean, he's the most amazing inventor. He's done so many beautiful things for humanity, right? I mean, he's genius. So one day he comes home from school as a little boy and he shares with his mom a note from the teacher. And he said, well, she doesn't want me to read the note, but she wants you to read the note. So she opens up the note. She reads it. She might've gotten like a little tear in her eye. And she goes, Thomas, well, you're too smart. So they say you're so smart that 
I have to teach you. They can no longer teach you because you're too smart. And so we're going to do homeschooling. And so he's like, okay. And so for however long he, you know, was in homeschool and he grew up thinking, well, I'm just a genius because that's what she always told him. Right. And um, I think it was like on her deathbed or after she had passed, he found the note from the teacher, the real note, because she kept it. And he was, she was, he was going through the attic or found it in some box. And the note, when he read it, realized that the teacher said, dear Miss Edison, your son is a delinquent and we are no longer able to satisfy his needs. You must please homeschool him. And so instead of delinquent, she changed the word to you are a genius. You are so smart that they can't even handle it. And so, and so it is, right? So his belief growing up knew his genius inside. And guess what he did? He changed the world in such an immaculate, amazing way. And so I think sometimes it just that we take that story and the belief system that we may have going on maybe in our own mind or maybe what we're sharing with our own children, what that does to their journey. What do you feel? Yeah. First of all, the story is so beautiful and wonderful and right. It's what you believe. And then that's what you give out. Right. So it would have been a totally different story if he had had read the letter and believed it, but that's where the story, why you said the story was, I had said, I don't necessarily know if it's a wonderful thing that we have, we are taught all this math, science, and English all throughout your, from kindergarten to senior year. And then you're, if you're not a great scientist or great in math or great at English, you think you're not smart. And then you tell yourself, oh, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. And then that's the story you believe. I wish everyone had a mother and a teacher that would say that they're a genius because I think everyone has their own genius within them. And it's a problem because most parents and most teachers have their own limiting self-beliefs. So they're going to put it on to our children and, our, our, and ourselves, right? So, oh, it's a really hard thing, but what a wonderful mother and how brilliant she was to know to do that and then to create a real, a true genius. And I think we all can be geniuses. I think we all have a genius within us. Maybe not in math and maybe not in English. Yeah. I mean, what, whatever the subject is, it doesn't really matter, you know, because we all have our innate gifts and talents. And I think the beautiful thing is like, she just saw it in him. It was that clear for her. You know, when you, you eat the children to bed, you know, sometimes we get, if we're in the zone, if we're in the highest vibe zone, we're in that kind of iridescent zone where we can maybe receive a God wink of what to say and, or maybe something kind and compassionate comes out and we don't know where the heck it came from, but we know it came from someplace really kind and divine. Oftentimes, uh, it was starting a few years ago, I, I have a connection with the mother Mary and I know she's kind of a religious figure, but I don't, I don't see her as that. I actually just see her as this, you know, and she's just so kind and she helps guide me as a mom, especially. And she would say to me, she said, you know, just tell them I have two boys. They're 11 and nine. She would say, just tell them we love you so much. You're absolutely perfect on the inside and out. And we are so grateful that you are our children. And the words were uh, impeccable, the same every night. You are perfect. You are absolutely perfect on the inside and out. We wouldn't change a thing about you. And we are just so appreciative that you are our children. 
And lovingly, I can say the words that were being shared in the evening, and unfortunately, there weren't always the words that were being shared in the daytime. You know, you're in the midst of chaotic parenting. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? You know, blah, blah, blah. You you know, but at the end of the day, you know, she comes in and sweeps away and cleanses it out by saying, you know, actually, you are absolutely perfect, you know, on the inside and out. We're so appreciative you are. My son, my child, and so it is. If I could get a little bit more of that uh, in my life to them, to those sweet guys, sweet boys, I would be on cloud nine. <laughs> I think we should appreciate that you're perfect too. So you could say that that they're perfect and that you're perfect too. And you are raising humans. So they need to understand that circumstances will show up and our emotions will show up and we won't always show up as perfect, but you know what? We, we are perfect at the end of the day and you get to wake up the next morning. And I have a friend, she's so beautiful. And I loved what her father taught her and her father would tell her, doesn't matter what happened in the day. And even if it's like, if you're ever stressed or worried or everything doesn't look like it's going the right way, you're just tired. And so just go to sleep and you'll wake up in the morning and everything looks different and everything looks wonderful. So I like the whole idea of you are perfect when you go to sleep. And then when you wake up in the morning, you're perfect. And the day might not always show up perfectly, but you will always go to sleep and it will always be perfect. And wake up. And that's the one thing we always know. The sun will always rise and the sun will always set. And there's, I love that idea of saying that kind of prayer to your children at night. And you did something, there was something you did with your children that I thought you should share. It's really great. I think it was like, it's so easy to look at the stuff that they do wrong, but you said, oh, you're going to practice saying really positive things. Uh, Could you tell us about that? Could you tell me about it? Yeah. The story is we were having like chaotic vibration, I'd say. (laughs) You call it chaotic vibration or just kind of some ick moments with, you know, the boys and fights and not getting along, not just getting along, just, you know, getting along with your parents too. And it was just sort of a hard parenting time. It almost seemed like a little roller coaster, but it was on a spin wheel. You know what I mean? I mean, it was just tough. And so I got this really amazing, you forget like a divine download as a solvent. It was after a prayer meditation and it just sort of comes in and said, give them between you and your husband, basically set aside the next four or five days or week. Don't judge one thing, but instead, the only thing you do is you share with them 80 compliments a day. I'm like 80. That's a lot, right? I mean, it can seem a little like overwhelmed. At the time, it seemed a little overwhelming. Like, how do you come up with 80 compliments? And also I have a sweet husband who, you know, has a belief system that like, well, we have to Let's steer them away from what they're doing wrong, right? But we have to point out sometimes what we're doing, what we're doing wrong in order to figure out how to get to the other side, which is true in a way, but this was to forego that and instead just do the compliments, right? And so I said, hey, Andrew, this is going to sound really weird, but just go with me on it. Hopefully go go with me on it. And uh, starting tomorrow morning for the next four or five days, all we're going to do is share with them compliments and that's it. So what's that like? It's like, Oh, you do such a good job brushing your teeth. Oh, I love how you brush your hair so well. Even something simple like that. Oh, thank you for getting dressed so easily this morning. Oh, you're such a healthy eater. You eat so well. I love that you have such a great appetite. Or if they're bouncing all over the house, oh, you have great energy. I love your energy. I love your flow, right? And so after a while, like compliments become real easy. The more we started to compliment innately, we just started feeling higher, 
So like you give other people compliments and it's not to be selfish, but this is just sort of what happens energetically. I start to feel more thriving in my own nature. So compliments started coming really easily. And so basically, long story short, after two or three days, the world changed. There were no more fights about going to bed. There were no more fights about the chores. Oh, you do such a good job setting the table. Oh, I love how you help us. You're such a good helper. There's no more fighting about tidying up. There was no more fighting about getting in the car in the morning. And after two or three days, Andrew, uh, my sweet husband, was like, I don't know. I don't know if he forgot that we were complimenting 80 times. I'm not sure what, what <laughs> but he was like, I don't know what just, I don't know what's happening this week, but something is changing. Something is shifting. This has been the best week ever. <laughs> change your words and change your story. Literally it changes your story, right? Change the words, simple words, change your simple words and it changes your story. Yeah. You know, I wanted to explain something. So Darcy and I are both intuitives. And so, you know, we get messages. And so I'll say this, I didn't really understand that they were messages I'll say from this higher place or higher source, but I've had them always my whole life. And so I'm guessing if you're listening that you get them too. And I want to explain, it's just this gut feeling, this knowing, and when you get it, it's like, Oh, I should do this, or I should do that. It's always loving. There's always comes from love. And once you start to acknowledge them and hear them, I think you get more of them. Trust your gut and trust your instincts because if it's good advice, I'll say from somewhere, usually it's from something higher, like your highest self. Listen to them and take action. I think that's what changes your life. You know, we're all connected to it. That higher source, Mm -hmm. uh, may the force be with you in sync with it. And that's what I love about the world and the gift of humanity and how we can always align with it. There was a monk who came into my children's school and he was amazing. And he was correlating Star Wars with Buddhism, how much synchronicity there is with the two. I don't really know how much, but we could do an episode on it and check that out. But what I'll say is, is that it's just appreciating when we appreciate what we appreciate appreciates. And when we're in the present moment and appreciating everything, which is very Buddhist like, right? Appreciating everything that's right there, right where you are right here. There's so much joy and so much beauty that comes with it. Every aspect of your life, how important it is to use words to have the life you want to create. Because so many things we actually say in the negative where we don't even realize it. And then we really get more negative things. And so to teach not only ourselves, but our children, my daughter was in a funk yesterday and I was like, okay, what do you appreciate? And we were trying to get her to, I was trying to get her to say, Hey, what do you appreciate? Oh, she was growling at me. But by the time she got over her growling, she started to say what she appreciated and it changed her mood. And I think it's easier than you think to change your mood. Gratitude, appreciation are all such high vibrational tools that we can use. Yeah. Even if we do a simple five things, all right, what are five things I'm thankful for? And so we do this hopefully generally every night. Yeah. I do my gratitude in the morning. I tend to use my, but my kids do something at like dinner time where we do a cheers and like you celebrate what, like it was a great thing that happened during the day, which is a nice thing. We're going to cheers to something great. What are you cheersing right now? I wake up every morning and, and feel well. I think that's cheers in itself. I think if we could start to really appreciate our health, I think that would be a great gift. And so we could get more healthy. So, so many people are not healthy or, or they fear 
not being healthy. So then that's the thoughts they have and the words that come out of their mouth or voice and speak that. So I think for me, I would cheers being healthy and mm-hmm. feeling well. I cheers to that. Cheers to health, longevity, good food, good friendship. We should really appreciate. I started a Facebook group if you wanted to join. If anyone wants to join, it's called Well Off Today. It's on Facebook. And that's what I'm focusing on this month, I think, is appreciation and gratitude and just how if we could add gratitude into our day, how much more beautiful it will be. And even the small things, like if you have nothing, right, and and everything's looking bleak, right, if you could start to look at something that's going well and just start to really appreciate it or be grateful for it, you will flow. More things like that will come into your way. It is magnificent to start to really see the beauty that surrounds us every moment in life. So you were reading a book about how people can get lost and stuck and addicted to their drama, their chaos or their worry. What it was saying, it was, it's like alcohol or drugs and it releases something in your brain chemistry that makes you, I guess, feel, let's say feel or, and it's not necessarily a a feeling of a bad emotion. So people get something out of the drama. And so, yes, you it's crazy. I never even thought about it, but we are, it could be an addiction to the drama and you could, so like, if you think about alcoholism, I thought I was thinking about this the other day, say, let's say drinking. And so we start to drink and every night we drink, we have a glass of wine and that becomes a habit. I'll say that I also think when we complain or when we worry, that also becomes a habit. And so are we being in the habit of complaining? In a way, habit can feel like an addiction because we don't, we can't stop it. Does that make sense? So I was thinking that actually, like, so are people in the habit of the drama of life, of being in a story that is not good and having problems and having worries and fears and bad things actually happening to them. And then does that keep on happening and happening because of, because we're giving it to attention and then more of that comes be really careful of your subconscious thoughts Mm. and why are we having so much drama? Why are we having so many problems? What are we thinking about subconsciously that are creating that? And so if you could really get in touch with your subconscious thoughts and change them to positive thoughts, then they'll all be, your life will become much more positive. Honestly, I love it so much. This book, it's really, um, do you have, I, I put that down for a few days and now I start reading that again. So I just pick up different books, different times. Do you have a tool for getting in tune with your uh, subconscious thoughts? Cause you think about like the subconscious is the stuff we don't even, it's not even airing right here. So let's say that something's happening for you. Say if something's not good in your life. Maybe your marriage is not where you want it to be, right? So then you would write, say you write down something about my marriage, this belief about my marriage, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not getting enough love from my husband. Okay. That's not true. I I am, but I just, let's just say that's a belief. So where in your subconscious thoughts has this become a story or a pattern and how can I change that? And so I think that's when we start to realize, well, is this really true or is this my subconscious making it believe it's true? And so much of our life is there's no truth to it anyway. And we just create the stories because we believe it to be based on our parents and our childhood. Let's say we go back to alcohol, right? So I don't know why I keep it going back to alcohol, but there's why you drink or why you like to drink and question, start to question it. Like, Oh, does that really happen for me? Our subconscious thoughts actually really create our life. And so we have to be very careful with what our 
to become aware of our subconscious thoughts and see maybe they're not the truth. So I am really lovable. I am enough, right? To go back to the beginning of our conversation where if the guy, if the, if Thomas Edison had believed he was not smart, would he have been able to accomplish what he did? But because his subconscious belief was that he was brilliant, therefore he believed he was brilliant and then he acted brilliant. If his subconscious mind had always believed he was not smart enough, not good enough, could he have created that? And so our subconscious all around us, we're seeing thoughts and stories that like, for instance, I was listening to somebody this morning and they were saying money doesn't grow on trees. If our subconscious thought is that money is not easy to make, right? We're not going to bring in money easily. So we could see money's hard to get to. So we could see what we're lacking and then kind of go back and see what kind of subconscious thoughts am I having towards it? Kind of that. Yeah. Kind of catching ourselves in the moment, perhaps. We do this thing in our, our healing, our healing practice. And I combine it with the gift of Ho'oponopono, which is a really beautiful ancient blessing that essentially allows us to know that we're all connected and then that we're never alone. And also that miracles can happen. And it lets us let go of the worry. And a lot of times we get down to the subconscious level in those calls. It's a beautiful sacred space, but it lets go of the worry and the fear and the judgment, the self-judgment, the low self-confidence, low self-worth. Because a lot of those conscious and subconscious beliefs that started it all out. We just let it go and say, you know, whatever, whatever drove me to acquire that belief. If I was not in my highest vibration, Hey, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And you're saying that to your divine source or your highest self or the universe, right? Uh, And you know that the universe answers right when you're knocking. And so then you say, I love you. Thank you. And I love you. Thank you. Because I know that um, you're going to help me get this out and let me start anew and let me start fresh. But I like that the other day you posted something about stop complaining. Courtney posts many beautiful messages all throughout the week. And one of them was just like, stop it. Stop complaining. Let's not complain anymore. Let us stop complaining. Right. So because I get that because I can feel what is a complaint? What's the vibration of a complaint? It's an acknowledging I don't like something. So I want to change it. Or I want to shift it. Or I want to, I want the contrast to be brighter than the complaint. If you believe in the law of attraction and you're complaining, you are asking for what you don't want. Let's say if your kid doesn't help around the house, say you can write down your complaint. My kid doesn't help around the house and then change the words and then give them a compliment. Oh my God, thank you so much for helping out around the house. <laughs> so just change your your complaint into yeah. a compliment. And you know what? I think you, you become a winner. Those little things, micro things is what I learned over the course of time. Awaken the spirit to say, oh, I like it so much that I might stay around some more. I might have a little longer life now. I might hang out and see what else I can do. The complaints are so weary and they just need a tiny little adjustment of the minutiae. I love these calls. I, I love you too. I um, I want to tell people where to find us if they want to work with us. So I have my own website called Creating with Courtney and creatingwithcourtney.com. And I also am the owner of Well Off Elixir. So it's wellofftoday.com. And also I have a Facebook group and it's called um, Well Off Today. So if you want a little happier of a life and more gratitude, check that out. And Darcy, where where can we find you? I have a website called darcybuyer.com. That's D-A-R-C-I-E, buyer, B as in boy, E-Y-E-R.com. If you'd like to work with me, I'd be so happy to uh, connect. Feel free to reach out. We appreciate you all so much. And all of this will be in the program notes underneath so that it's really easy for you to click through and find us. And uh, hopefully you'll find us 
you know, next week and continue to listen to us and be with us and reach out and honestly, any questions, we would love to answer them. You never know what we're going to talk about. So we love y'all. Thank you so much for your time, for your patience, for your love. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye. Have a brilliant day.